Hello there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome to the Neuro Curiosity Club podcast, the only podcast that I'm aware of that is specifically made for people who are questioning their neurotype and their place in the neurodiversity paradigm. My name is Megan. I am ADHD, so I'm autistic and ADHD, but this podcast is going to be about so much more than that. Yes, there are going to be lots of autism and ADHD episodes because that's my lived experience. That's what I can speak to, but I also plan on having so many amazing guests on this podcast to talk about everything from dyspraxia to OCD to bipolar disorder to dyscalculia and more. So if you are curious about your brain, get ready to dive in. Welcome to the Neuro Curiosity Club podcast. Hello, hello, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome to the Neuro Curiosity Club podcast. Uh, yes, the name has changed. Um, I have not. I am still here. This is still Megan. Um, and this week, I just wanted to talk to you all about what I learned in my time away from content creation. So if you don't know, I took three, three and a half weeks off of creating any content. There was no podcast, no YouTube, no TikTok, no... There was a little bit of Instagram because there was a bundle I agreed to promote before I took my break and I didn't want to go back on that promise. So I did promote a bundle, but that was about it. Um, And the reasons for that are outlined in the previous podcast episode. So I'm not going to dive into all of that again, but um, I do want to share what I have learned from my time away because I feel like it was really productive for me. Um, I kind of feel like a big part of me has kind of died and something new has been born. Um, I'm hoping that the something new is much more attentive and careful with my words and my actions. And um, yeah, so let's just dive on into it. Lesson number one, and possibly the biggest lesson I've learned, is the concept of self-sovereignty. The idea that None of us are beholden to one person's ideas or conceptions or beliefs that all of us are sovereign unto ourselves, which basically means we are in charge of how we identify. We are in charge of what we believe and that neurodivergent people, ADHD people, autistic people, white people, black people, like no group of people is a monolith and it is okay to have disagreement within a community. It doesn't mean we are fracturing. It doesn't mean that we are sending mixed messages. It means that we are individual people with individual beliefs and that is okay. Um, This is something I really struggled with and didn't understand uh, before I took my break. I really thought that there was a correct way to think and feel and an incorrect way to think and feel. And a lot of this is born of my trauma you know I was kind of raised to believe that and I was raised to believe that I felt wrong I felt incorrectly Um, and so when I found the autistic and ADHD communities I really nestled myself in there and started believing that anything that I could find someone who agreed with me on meant that I was right like objectively right and I felt the right thing and I thought the right thing Um, and I'm just learning now It feels like I probably should have known this earlier, but I am learning now that we are all self-sovereign, that everyone gets to decide their own identity. I don't get to tell people shit about who they are or what they're supposed to believe. And I'm not going to do that in the future. I've done it in the past and I'm sorry for it. And I'm done doing it now. The second lesson I've learned is on a related note, but it is slightly different. So I do want to differentiate. And that is that everyone includes me. 
I'm a part of everyone. So when I say everyone is self-sovereign and it's okay for people to disagree with each other, that means it's okay if I disagree with people too. And as a hardcore people pleaser, that's actually giving me anxiety to say out loud right now. Like I can feel my heart rate going up. My Fitbit's probably like, hey, you're exercising. I am not. I am sitting at a desk. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, the idea that I'm allowed to disagree with people is really threatening to my sense of safety because I, um, I don't want to dig into all my trauma stuff, but I think it's important. A lot of this work I've been doing over the last three weeks has been trauma work because a lot of the reasons we act like assholes is because of the ways we were treated poorly. Um, and we need to heal that in order to not perpetuate it. Um, so I've been doing a lot of trauma work. And so some of my trauma involves, Uh, enmeshment, which is the idea that you don't individuate, you don't become your own person, you instead are enmeshed in the identities of others. And any disagreement, any differences in identity is seen as a threat. Um, So that is something I've experienced. And as a result, anytime people disagree with me, I either get very defensive and assume they're completely wrong, which I've done recently, or I assume that they're right and I'm a horrible person and I shouldn't exist, which is not what they said. And that's also deeply unfair because it's turning a very real mistake I've made into something that people have to be concerned about me and my safety. And that's not fair because it basically, it's a way of avoiding accountability. And so What I've had to do over the last three weeks, three or four weeks, is accept that, yes, I have been hurt. And yes, there is a part of me that feels very threatened and sad and alone sometimes. And all of that might explain why I make mistakes and why I hurt people in some ways. And it doesn't mean it's okay at all. So, um... Just a big thing I've learned is that it's okay for me to disagree with people. It's not okay for me to trample people with my disagreement or my opinion. So finding that nuance uh, can be difficult as an autistic person who tends to think very black and white. That's a big, big issue for me. So trying to be very intentional about finding the nuance is a big thing I'm doing moving forward. The third thing I've learned is that... I am not always the best at figuring out who's my friend and who's like kind of a vague acquaintance. I tend to pick people who I like and I sort of cling on to them and I make them responsible for like controlling my reality. Like whatever they think is what I'm supposed to think. Basically, it goes back to the enmeshment stuff. Um, I just look for somebody to enmesh onto and that's not fair to them. You know, they didn't sign up for that, but I definitely had done that with a couple of folks online and I hadn't realized I had done that until they disagreed with me in some pretty painful ways. And, um, it has just led to the thing I've learned is that it's okay if not everybody is my friend It doesn't mean they're a bad person. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It just means we aren't as close as I thought. And even though that is hurtful and sad, and there's a big part of me that's grieving for the relationship I thought I had, it's not a sign that either one of us is like some horrible person, you know, again, with fighting the black and white thinking. 
Finally, I think one of the last things I want to share about that I learned is um, that discomfort and pain are not indications that you've fucked up. You know, I think so often I think, oh, I'm uncomfortable. Oh, I'm in pain. Oh, this hurts. Oh, I'm sad. Therefore, something is wrong. And I think this is a really common narrative in our society. I think it's probably a cultural thing to a certain extent, but um, I think it's wrong. I think it's incorrect. Um, I think a lot of times pain conveys a message, right? And it's important to listen and try to figure out what that message is. And for me, the pain I've been feeling over the last couple of weeks has had a couple of different meanings. You know, meaning number one, you screwed up and you feel bad. This is your values yelling at you, right? And... Um, That doesn't feel good, but it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's a good thing that my values are coming out loud and clear and saying, hey, why haven't you been upholding us? Um, So I'm grateful for it, even though it is painful and uncomfortable and I don't necessarily like how it feels. It's still a very good thing. Um, Some of the other messages I've been getting around um, the discomfort I've been experiencing is, you know, you're not upholding your values. You need to make amends and move forward in a better direction. Um, but some other messages I've been getting is like, you're doing the work you're supposed to be doing. You're doing good work. You're helping people. And some people are going to be upset with how you're doing that. And that's okay. They're allowed to be, and you're still allowed to do your work. Both of these things can happen and be true at once. This is where I've really put my knowledge, my uh, experience in dialectical behavioral therapy to the test because dialectical behavioral therapy is all about holding more than one truth at once. And this idea that people can be mad at me and I can still be doing what I'm supposed to be doing or be doing something helpful or good is hard, you know, Um, but it is true. It is true. Um, That's what discomfort is telling me right now. It's not telling me, hey, you should stop doing what you're doing in order to make these people happy. Um, It's not telling me that. My pain right now is telling me it really hurts that these people don't believe in what I believe in. And that's where the discomfort is coming from. So the message is not stop what you're doing. The message is keep doing what you're doing despite the people who disagree. Um, that's a hard message to receive uh, as a people pleaser, uh, but it's a good one. It's good, and I've been trying to listen. So yeah, that's what I've learned over the last couple of weeks. I've been journaling a, ro- a lot. I've been crying a lot. I've been doing EFT tapping a lot. I've been pulling oracle cards a lot. I have been talking to my husband and my therapist and my mental health app and uh, some business friends and people who agree with me and people who disagree with me and it's been a lot you guys. Um, but it's been really good, I think, and really helpful. And I really sincerely hope that all of this work means I will do better moving forward. And that is my goal is to always be doing better by you and to be living up to my values. Um, If you are interested in what these so-called values are, I have added them to my website as part of an accountability measure to make sure people know, hey, this is what I stand for. And if you see me not standing for these things, I would really appreciate a call in and, you know, saying, hey, I see that you support this, but 
some of your actions lately haven't been doing so, please. Um, so if you're interested in hearing what my values are, you can go to the neurocuriosityclub.com slash values, or just go to the neurocuriosityclub.com and click on about and, uh, values is in there. So, um, yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Um, my hope is to be back again every week. Uh, same style as before. Um, solo episode one week and interview the next. I am hoping to interview more and more kinds of neurodivergent people uh, with all kinds of neurodivergencies to speak to. Uh, I feel like this podcast has done a pretty good job of not just speaking about autism and ADHD. It's been pretty inclusive of a lot of different experiences under the neurodivergent umbrella. Uh, but I want to continue that. So, um, there's a really good episode coming out next week that I think you guys are going to love. So make sure you tune in for that. And I will talk to you all next Saturday and I'm really glad to be back. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, I would so appreciate it if you would leave a review or a rating or whatever it is that you can do on the platform you're listening on. It really helps get the podcast out to other people who need to hear it. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you for the review if you decide to leave one and I will see you next time.